Are you a teacher who's tired, burned out, or unsure of your teaching career? You know, we've been there. We totally get it. You know who's also been there? Daphne Gomez. Daphne is a former teacher who created Teacher Career Coach, the support system she wished she had when she was looking for her next step. Teacher Career Coach has all of the tips to help you think about resumes, transferable skills, and more. Check it out at teachercareercoach.com slash realteaching101. That's teachercareercoach.com slash realteaching101. Hey there, we're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. Hello, everybody. Happy November, because it will be November when this comes out. It's not yet. No, it is not November at all. It's still October. I'm just stating the obvious here. Yeah, I know. But I'm Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday out of all the really? holidays. Really? Even yeah. more than Christmas? Yes. Here's why. Okay. So I enjoy Thanksgiving because I like – so I enjoy my family and I enjoy us all getting together. But Christmas, I think, has become, especially for one side of my family, so much about like the gifts and all the and like all of that. And I hate it. I love the togetherness and like the sharing of food and like just doing random things without like all of the the cost and the wrapping and the kind of just like superfluousness of that that word of the day. Superfluous. Um, yes, but the like just doing the most. Like I I love I the that. Christmas season and like The Grinch is my favorite movie and things like that, but Thanksgiving to me just feels a lot more I mean, again, the day itself, not the origin of the the, the holiday, because that's <laughs> nice. Clarify, yeah. Again, <laughs> clarification needed. Um, yeah, I. What do you guys have a favorite holiday around this time of year? Around this time of year, I don't know. I mean, hol- I, I guess I do like Thanksgiving in a lot of ways. I used to do a five k on Thanksgiving morning, the turkey trot. Yeah, my city yes. stopped doing it this year, which <gasps> really? I'm actually like majorly bummed about Why? because it was too expensive to close down a few of the streets to do That's it. Awesome. I think. Yeah, but I really liked getting up early, running three miles and then coming back home sharing and like still watching the Thanksgiving day parade on time and the sense of accomplishment that I would have having done that type of activity on a holiday. That's like sweatpants only. I don't know, like favorite, favorite holiday Eh, mm. Christmas. I kind of struggle with not because of the, the, the gift giving, but the waste, like Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea of wrapping paper and then that being torn and then thrown away. I really bothers me. And then kind of having to acquire things I might not necessarily need or want just on the behalf of acquiring things or custom. I don't really love that either. Yeah. I get that. I I am definitely a Christmas girl through and through. Like the fact that I have not started listening to Christmas music yet, you guys, is really saying (laughs) a lot for me um, because – I am that person. Christmas makes me happy and the decorations. I do really love Halloween. Now, I will say this. Halloween as a teacher is flipping tough. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It is a absolute nightmare. 
And I love all the non-teaching related parts of Halloween. Like I love watching Hocus Pocus with the fall candle burning, you know, drinking a pumpkin spice latte in my home away from children. Sure. Halloween as a teacher, it's like the only holiday where you are there in the school with the children on the holiday. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they're excited for all holidays, but like this one is candy focused and completely insane. And it is absolutely exhausting. But I did read something online that I thought was interesting and talking about one reason why people might love Halloween so much is because it is not a holiday focused around being with your family. Like hmm. people who maybe don't don't have great relationships with their family, you know, it's it's more focused around like being with your friends and kind of doing your own thing. Like you're not expected to go back to your childhood home for, you know what I mean? Like this whole mm -hmm. thing. And I thought that was very interesting. I assumed it had to do with kind of the whimsy, people dressing up, like being in costume, not their usual self, getting to be a little bit different than their usual self. I mean, I, I dress in whimsy all the time. So maybe that's <laughs> one reason why I'm like, Halloween's cool, but I don't totally love it, love it the way other people love it. I could see that as being another factor. Yeah. I I mean, personally, I think whoever decided all these holidays with family all jammed together in like this short span where we have 10 months of the year where you don't necessarily have to get together and then two months where it's required in a row seems like Agreed. a lot. Um, <laughs> just just saying. Um, I saw some post on Instagram. It was like, it is unreasonable to have to see these people again this, this so it's soon. soon. Yeah. Amen. And I'm like, this is truth. Um, love my family, but it's a lot of work to get everybody together and, you know, make all the people happy. So on that note of happiness and things like that, we this is Thanksgiving brings up a lot of feelings because they, you know, they have this one day where you're supposed to be thankful for everything in your life or, you know, show gratitude for something. Do you guys have something that comes to mind that you're, you know, really grateful for this year? I do. So I've been dealing with a shoulder injury uh, that was uh, – it's an impingement and it borders on this condition called frozen shoulder. Mm -hmm. And that kind of popped up in early March. I ignored it for several months. And then I finally went and saw somebody about it because it was getting super painful. And so for the last four or five months, I've been in physical therapy for it. And I've been very thankful for being able to have a body that works and kind of having this problem in my shoulder and being able to be like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. And feeling really bummed out about that. The hindsight of being able to have mobility and walk from point A to point B, bend over and tie my shoes to be able to do a lot of that stuff is something I have been really thankful for that you take for granted so very often because it's just how things are. But the fact that I was unable to do something has now made me happier when I'm now being able to like do my hair without it wincing in pain. It has been something I am so, so very thankful for. Yeah, I get that. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Thank you. It's been a process. Yeah. I would say for mine, thankful, often, especially right now in my life, I feel like I'm kind of on my own and having to handle a lot of things. Um, but the more that I think about it, the more there are a ton of people around me willing to help. And so I'm trying to focus on that and be very grateful for those people and being better about like asking for help. Because, um, you know, I can kind of get in my head and it's like, I'm doing all of this by myself when really 
there are a bunch of people around who are willing to help me. So I'm trying to focus more on that than just like, you know, the mountain of things there there is to do. And it's so hard to do that. So I this this episode's really going to be about highlighting some things that we forget to be grateful for because we and I will speak for myself in personally, I have a lot I am privileged to be able to have a home that provides shelter and have a healthy child and there's so many things that we take for granted every day that it's hard that we forget to show gratitude for because it's just innate in our lives. So um I'm going to highlight a few things that you know this was this is not a comprehensive list of course but just a few things that we forget um constantly to be grateful for and then a few ways we're going to talk a few ways about how you can remind yourself to show gratitude because it's actually a practice. Our brains are naturally wired to focus on things that we don't have or that we're lacking and we forget to focus on the things that we do have and you have to like actually make it a mindfulness practice to think about the things that you are blessed to have in your life um, or fortunate however you want to phrase that so some of the few things that like again this is not a comprehensive list that we should be thankful for on a more regular basis is just the like the first thing is just the fact that you got up this morning there are people in the world this is kind of a morbid thought that did not so definitely something that you should be thankful for on a daily basis the fact that you have the ability to read which i thought was a really cool one that we all take for granted like just on a, like think about how much that's needed daily and if you didn't have it what that would feel like um, that's a good one i think right? about that one a lot as I teach my kiddo to read and it's like, you've got a privilege to read. And there are many people who are purposely taught not how to read in Mm -hmm. order to suppress them in whatever way, or it's just not felt like it's a useful skill for them to have. And how much to your point, Lindsay, that it is a privilege to be able to know what things say. Yeah. Is so powerful. It, It truly is. It's, it's, It's just something, again, that in Western society that I think I've taken for granted because you went to school and you learned how to read, but there's so many people around the world that didn't have that opportunity. So it truly is something to be grateful for. Um, This one I had to think about because I didn't, my first reaction to it was like, no. Um, And that's your emotions. I was like, you know, I don't Uh. know. But like, I think my brain went to the negative emotions, but like things like joy or having your, your, my son come up to me and like put his nose on my nose. Like those are all Mm -hmm. emotions that you feel. And like, I am grateful for the good ones. And I think the bad ones make you appreciate the good ones more. I was just going to say that same thing. I feel like there is truth to that saying where it's like, you, you know, without the bad, you can't appreciate the good. Mm -hmm. Um, so that makes sense. But I, I feel you like right when you said that, I was like, I don't know about that, but, (laughs) um, but no, that makes sense. Lauren, anything you want to add on emotions? No, I was going to sing the song about sweet emotion, and I just oh. decided that I would save everybody having. Oh to no, I was my, really hoping you would. My Aerosmith impression. So I knew it was Aerosmith in my head. I was like, I'm not going to say it though, because what if I'm wrong? And I, sweet, and I thought, come on, Lauren, Megan will do it for me. Emotions. Oh Let's make sure we're not going to be sued for that. I don't remember what the seconds is. Isn't there like a X amount of seconds there you're allowed I, to- I, I, I think we're clear. <laughs> I think you're okay. Um, on that note, because we got to hear Megan's wonderful singing voice. Oh, thanks. 
the next thing is hearing and sight. Like think of all the things that you've heard, like beautiful music, symphonies, and then the things you see just hiking or being out in the world or just a, a great film. Like those are things to be grateful for. I love that you said like sound and music and not the sound of music. I do not enjoy that movie. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, as somebody who has been attending concerts more regularly and just kind of moving and grooving and, and wiggling around as I hear music, AKA dancing. Um, I, I am very, very thankful for people who have created songs that I enjoy, written lyrics that I really enjoy because the kind of joy and touch point that I get from hearing Megan sing (laughs) emotion is, um, very joyful or that feeling you get when, when you like sing a song in your car and you've got like your windows down and you're blasting it or you're singing into a hairbrush. Um, yeah. Can you tell I do these things on a regular basis? <laughs> Same. Uh, that is, is very, very joyous. And I am very thankful for that. And my brain to know what those lyrics are. Mm-hmm. There's something about music. I'm telling you, nothing can get me out of a funk faster than like being in the car by myself, Lauren, like what you just said, and like singing along to a song that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at this uh, wine festival uh, the other weekend, I took a trip up to Northern California with a friend that I know and then two of her friends who I didn't know, but now I know them by the end of it. But at this wine festival was a cover band oh. and like kind of like a wedding band type of thing. They were called Decades. They were phenomenal. But like being able to to have them go from like uptown funk to twist and shout to all of this and then like kind of dancing around like you know, dance like nobody is watching and being able to sing along to it and then have all these other people there. It was so phenomenally fun and joyful that I am grateful for my body being able to move and then the sounds that were there and the taste of the wine. I love that. No, nothing beats a good cover band. The next one is something that I think recently, especially because of inflation, that I don't feel gratitude for, which is access to food and clean water. Because I'm, I've just recently been complaining about, oh my gosh, the cost of food, you know. But I, I have access to multiple grocery stores within five minutes of my house, and my water at home is clean drinking water. I don't have to worry about all those things, and those are definitely things to be grateful for because it's a privilege to have them. Um, and just knowing around the world that that's not even somewhere, some places in in this country, it's not accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was making pancakes this morning and I, I thought I was out of milk. My daughter goes, just go to the store and buy some. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I am fortunate that my store is down the street and that I could buy some. But no, I will not go buy you the milk this morning. <laughs> <and make laughs> pancakes. I will see if there is still milk in the thing. But yes, to that point. Um, it's very nice to be able to have that kind of at your disposal almost of of it's very easy or that it, it gets to be delivered to your doorstep. Yeah. Sometimes like it's so great. A hundred percent. And I think the last one here is kind of just like, I think, again, I was talking about this earlier, is just the people that you have in your life that love you. And Megan kind of touched on it earlier where she does have people that she could reach out to for help or, you know, just support. And I think sometimes I definitely take that for granted. I, you know, my parents are around and I just, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, what are like, I don't want to, you know, drive all the way seven hours to their house, but I have my parents still. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's, it's definitely something that I have to remind myself to be grateful for. Yeah, I I feel that way about um, having a large family. And like when I would 
when I used to live on the other side of the country and I would come home and there were so many people to see in a short amount of time and it kind of felt like go, go, go. Um, you know, I'd always think like, well, I'd rather come back to a place where there are so many people that love me and want to see me, you know, then the other side of it is is if there was no one, you know, so um, I completely understand that feeling like sometimes it can be, you know, busy and overwhelming. But um, when when you think about that, there are people out there who no longer have those loved ones that 100% puts things into perspective. Exactly. So again, not a comprehensive list, but just some things. And I and I challenge you to think about things in your life that you haven't provided recognition for in a while that you should be grateful for. Um, there are so many things that, you know, in everybody's individual life that they're lucky to have or, you know, and so definitely think, you know, challenge yourself today or tonight when you're by yourself and reflect on those things because there is actually a science behind practicing gratitude and some of the positive benefits to taking some time out of your day to say the things that you're thankful for or grateful for are you experience more positive emotions more regularly. You feel more appreciative for life in general. You experience better sleep. You ex- you ex- express more compassion and kindness to yourself. And it also helps improve your immune system. So I think in general, it makes you just an overall, it probably because it like makes you think of the good things and not focus on the bad. It just boosts your whole person. I love that. Not your average gratitude. Oh, oh, nice. (laughs) I like that. What do you think all is, I know we talked about things that we're grateful for, but can you think of something off the top of your head that is the strangest thing to be grateful for? Oh. In your life? I have my answer. That's okay. You go first. Yeah. Because I'm thinking. Okay. So mine is creaky floors. Hmm. You know, I know Lindsay's giving me this look like, what? But like, think about like creaky old floors and that the house that I live in has them. And at first it was kind of an irritating thing because it's a creaky old floor. Right. But I realized that the creaky old floor means that somebody is walking on it or I can hear something. And so when the absence of creak is there, that means that things are peaceful, things are quiet. And then when creak is there, it usually means somebody is engaging in something, whether that's my kiddo running down the hall or I'm walking on it or my husband is walking on it or just there's people in my house. But the creak is kind of indicative of like movement. It, it is indicative of movement. And then that usually means that there's something there. And I like that. That okay. is a good one. Um, okay, mine's going to sound really weird, but it's my dog's toots. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Tell yes. me more. So um, she does this thing when she's like, so, well, sometimes if she's nervous, she'll do nervous toots. Um, but then also when she's very relaxed. So like if we're laying in bed together and she's all like snuggled up with me and, you know, does a toot, I'm like, oh, well, that's, you know, she's nice and relaxed. Or she likes to sleep under the bed sometimes. So if I'm like not where she sure where she is. And all of a sudden, you know, I smell a toot and I'm like, oh, okay, she's under there. She's fine. So it's almost like a weird, um, comforting (laughs) thing in a sense. Um, not, you know, not all toots are created equal. Um, but (laughs) we do joke around our house and say that, you know, she's just blowing you kisses with her butt. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. (laughs) 
Oh Bet you didn't think I was going to say toots. I no. did not. No. Um, I can't even think of one, guys. You put me on the spot. Well, I mean, really. I mean, between toots and creaky floors, I don't know where to go. <laughs> hard to follow up. There, yeah, it's a hard to follow. I'll I'll think about it and I'll circle back at the end of the episode if I can think of one. But so there's a list of some ways you can practice gratitude um, throughout your day or just in life in general. There's a gratitude journal where you reflect upon people, things, or events that you're thankful for. You can randomly or spontaneously tell someone thank you who has unknowingly made your day or done something that you're grateful for that day. Um, We're just reflecting in general during a minute of meditation on things you're grateful for. Active practicing of gratefulness is like doing like what not like a version of affirmations, but thinking of three things you're thankful for each day and saying them out loud. Um, And then focusing more on others' intentions, which I thought was an interesting way to practice gratitude. So I think in this list, it was more of if Ben wakes me up early, Becky will go and make me coffee because she knows that's hard for me. So her intention is making my morning a little better and being grateful for that, not focusing on, oh, I'm up so early because Ben woke me up. Ah, oh, I like that. That is nice. Yeah. So I think I think that's a nice practice too. Do you guys have a favorite way of practicing gratitude? Well, I, not oh, now. Go ahead, Megan. Not now. <laughs> I was my mom tells me that she likes to notice something beautiful each day. So like she'll look for something in nature or something like that. So after she told me that, I've been trying to do that too because it doesn't feel like you know, overwhelming or, or hard to do. Cause sometimes it's like, oh, you should write in this gratitude journal. And you guys know how badly I want to be a person who journals, but it just yeah. has not happened. Um, but something like that, like what you were just saying about, you know, just saying three things out loud, like that is manageable and sustainable. I hear you, Megan. I am not a gratitude journaler. I'm not a gratitude jar or boxer <laughs> right like any of those things like I, I appreciate those lists but they're so hard for me to keep up i am kind of more in that moment of like oh pumpkin coffee mug that i am drinking out of like thank you for keeping my coffee warm for 30 to 40 minutes uh or lukewarm i should say like, <laughs> like i am very grateful for being able to have things like that and, and just sort of this out loud like mystical oh such and such thank you for da 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 which seems kind of silly but maybe that's the whimsy that i love and appreciate in my life which is like kind of a little bit of the drama of of those types of statements i think those are both great i I definitely i I have been practicing focusing on more another's intentions recently, and I think that's why that one like stuck out to me. I think for me, just to kind of flip the perspective, because I'm always a big big believer in like the story I'm telling myself, which is a Brene Brown trick of like I'm creating the story in my head, like, but what could this other person's intention have been that I'm not seeing? So I think I can flip that and just think about and focus that more on gratitude. So I'm definitely going to try that. moving forward. Do nice. you actively say thank you to like, thank you for making me my coffee or I do. Yeah. I do say thank you quite a bit. And I like thank my team a lot at work. And so I feel like I practice gratitude in that, but I also want to get better at like really being grateful because sometimes I feel like thank you has become just such a thing you say like yeah, hello. going through the motion. Yes. Right. And, Instead and of- I, I like, that's why I like a thank you note mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, where I enjoy writing them too, because it's, it's, I'm like hoping to brighten somebody's day and, and it's not necessarily like a, 
thank you for a gift type of thing, but thank you for spending time with me today. Thank you for whatever it was. Um, But then I I also think about how nice it is and very rare that I am on the receiving end of those two. So that's why I also like to send them because they're very pleasant. I think that's why when I sent you all mail, I put a little (laughs) bit of extra touch in it because it's just like such a joyful little thing to be able to send mail. And I know what it's like to receive it on the other end. So I love that, Lauren. That's so sweet. Very sweet. Um, I have been racking my brain while we were talking to try to fail, figure out my grateful weird thing. I don't have <laughs> one, so I am not well, going to contribute to that. Text us later when you think of one. Okay, will do. Got to be something. <laughs> Boots and creaky floors in between has got to be something. <laughs> I will do some thinking and reflecting. Um, on that note, we are also very grateful for all of you listeners who have been with us on this journey from whether you're starting from day one or you're just joining us today. Um, we are thankful and grateful for your presence in our little cyber bubble. So Absolutely. if you are enjoying this, feel free to scroll down and give us those five star ratings. It does definitely does help and promote the uh, podcast for other listeners. So thank you for listening today and um, figure out ways to practice gratitude in your life. And we'd love to hear about them. And if you want to send us mail on things that you're grateful for, whether it's toots or creaky floors, we would love to create a list of all of the interesting things from around the world that you are grateful for. Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Realteaching101 or email us at Realteaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed. Thanks for listening today, and we'll see you next class.